Alright, and welcome back to the Minnesota Sports Variety Show, uh, your show for all things sports and variety. <laughs> we need to come up with a better catchphrase, yeah. Eric. Um, <laughs> uh, we have uh, myself, David, but also our co-host, uh, Eric Grady. Eric, how are you doing? How was your week, man? Pretty good, pretty good. Had a great little uh, vacation out in Hayward, Wisconsin. Oh, wow. Beautiful weather, 90 and sunny, and just on the lake there, had the use of a pontoon boat, uh, pontoon boat doing some fishing caught like 25 30 panfish it was it was great i also they had a uh, access to a couple of kayaks and paddle boards and man kayaking on just a small lake like that is it's so serene it's it's so peaceful it's really good for for the mental health like i i was used to growing up in these big lakes around here like my parents boats on lake minnetonka and it's just always so choppy and it's just such a busy lake and this lake there's like you're either the only boat or at maximum there's like three boats on the lake so it's just super super peaceful and um we had great weather and uh the only the only downside was we all got sick at like different times my my daughter was sick first and then my wife got sick and for the first few days i was like oh, I'm, I'm avoiding this pretty good and then it hit me on like wednesday and i was kind of out of commission for a lot of the day uh thursday and then Friday and you can kind of still hear it in my voice. So that, that was the only downside, but you know, I still, I still went ran it running and, uh, I got, I got like eight miles in. And so I didn't, I didn't let it keep me down too much, just a little summer cold, but it, it was, it was awesome. It, it's nice to have a vacation, you know, just blessed to be able to do that. So how, how was your week? Um, my week was trying to remember, uh, <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, I unfortunately was not on vacation. I'm going to be on vacation in a, in a few weeks. I'm going to New York uh, City and then uh, Western New York for a wedding. So um, that'll be my that'll be my vacation. I haven't uh, haven't taken one in a while, but yeah, just generally, I've been watching a lot of the Women's World Cup. Um, getting up early, or I guess staying up late, <laughs> if you will, uh, since they're playing in Australia and New Zealand. So games are kicking off at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, went to a couple of early matches at the uh, Blackheart, so um, they open opened up at like 5 a.m. for a match. So watching that, trying to catch as much watch as much soccer as I can, and then um, my uh, Bundesliga gets five teams, uh, St. Pauli. Uh, they kicked off their season on Saturday. So between that, uh, playing soccer, uh, watching a lot of soccer, going to soccer, um, it's been a pretty soccer heavy uh, week for me. So and gonna. We're, we're about to play soccer in a couple hours anyways ourselves. So We are. We are. I know. I, I have my, my ankles are taped off already, and I've been icing all morning. Oh, man. Well, you know, we, we have one question in here that's like, uh, if you could take a pill and go back to any age, what would it be? And and just for, for my body, you know, I just think about from kind of high school and then college, you know, my body was kind of run down. But then from age like 25 to like 29, I was probably in like, peak physical fitness for me, right? Not, not all those aches and pains started going yet. When I hit 30, like even like the year before 30, my body just really went downhill a lot. And I, <laughs> I just started getting hurt all the time. Like I never really had any broken bones. I think I broke a, a bone in my hand once playing basketball, but I'd never really had a lot of bad injuries, you know, through high school and through playing just rec sports in college. I just, I didn't get hurt a lot. And I'd, I'd go to the gym and I'd play pickup basketball for like two hours when I lived in Boston. I play Saturday morning, like 10 to noon and just 
and, and go hard and just drive to the hole and get knocked down. And I just didn't get hurt. And then when I turned 30, man, it's like I turn into a goddamn pumpkin. Like I get hurt, like coughing now. Like I'm like, you know, they always have those like articles that come out that uh, is like in baseball has like the craziest injuries where it's like, oh, the guy was picking up a, a phone on his yacht and he like tore his, you know, ulnar nerve or whatever, like I had like a UCL tear from doing this or that. But that that's how I feel now. It's like just so many different aches and pains. I, I was swimming in the lake the other day and I, I was like, oh, this is nice because it's kind of showing me where all my injuries are. Like my ankle feels the worst and then my left knee and then it's like my left elbow and then my right finger is jammed from basketball. So it, I don't know. For me, just the way I felt when I was like 25 is probably like peak because I mean, I was, I was a better athlete in high school, but I was also, you just don't know as much. And you're kind of like a little scared. You're just like smarter and you start, you start to figure out strategy and you've watched more video and you kind of like know what to do when you're in high school, you're kind of just running around like chicken with their head cut off a little bit, you know? And uh, yeah. so for me, I think my mid twenties, now I put it in here, uh, you know, could it be my exact life or could I be like in a different relationship? I don't want to go back to the the relationship where I was in or maybe the job I was in, but if I could just take me and kind of put me into a different setting, I, I think that's what I would do somewhere in that. I think 27, they say for athletes is kind of the, the yeah. peak, but I, I don't know. M mentally, probably a little later, I would do my early thirties mentally, but for body, oh man, give me like, give me 27. Right. Well, I, uh, I'm trying to figure out when my, um, physical peak was I, I was a, high, a collegiate wrestler. So my physical peak was probably like 21, 22, um, in terms of like my just being as jacked as I, as I ever have been. And I don't think I'll ever get back to that. Uh, and then, yeah, you're, you know, so that age range 25, 20, I was playing, I was playing ultimate Frisbee, uh, pretty regularly, pretty playing well, playing on uh, competitive club teams. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the, that's the caveat, right. Is the, what is the, is it just, do I can can I just magically go back to that um, that body or everything I know, all my knowledge that I had for the last you know additional fifteen years or so, um, or am I do I have to like get transported back to that? And the other thing is like, do I stay that way for the rest of time, or do like do I just start aging again? Because um, if I that's the case, I definitely know there's some mistakes I made from twenty five to <laughs> post twenty five that I would definitely not make again. So. Um, that's a amen that's a, to, a, amen to a that. Yeah. Interesting hypothetical. So um, maybe hit us up with your thoughts. People listening to the podcast, what, uh, what age would you do? Um, any other, uh, any other caveats that we, that we missed? Maybe we can, maybe we can go back and take a stab at this one again in a, in a few weeks after we have some, some feedback from, from listeners. Yeah. Yeah. That would, it would be good to have more uh, things, uh, opinions to bounce off of because, you know, I think, uh, you know, peak physically for, for me, I'm sure was in, was in high school. I ran like a 528 mile or something in high school. I certainly couldn't have done that when I was, you know, uh, mid twenties and just a weekend warrior or whatever. But I think I just, you start, you start being smarter with like what you're doing in life, you know, as you pick up those experiences. And so just like, I don't know. I was taking care of myself better and, and all that. So yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's a, it's a, it's a tricky question, but I, cause I think, um, I think you really, I think men don't really like reach the age of maturity until like 30 years old now or something. It's like, but this has been stunted. So probably yeah. if I could take like my mentality from 30, put it in my like 20 
five-year-old body that yeah, would be like, the ideal. You, let's, let's, let's Frankenstein <laughs> this situation. Like with my, my knees, my knees, uh, right. uh, pre, pre-wrestling my knees. Uh, Cause I, I, was, <laughs> I also played baseball as a catcher. So my knees have been, have been shot basically. So oh, I, yeah, I, I've, I've knock on, knock on wood, had not had to have any surgeries or anything yet, but it's just, I know it's a matter of time. It's an, if not when situation. Um, oh, I know other Surgery people have had knee issue issue. Yeah. Knee surgeries and stuff. And, for the most part, I've actually been pretty lucky in terms of like not having to have too many like physical uh, maladies or whatever. But um, which again, Dude, like knee, I'm, I, knee I, surgery I, was brutal, absolutely brutal. I did dusted my ACL, MCL, meniscus, and I never really had any knee problems and, until I did. Right, I was just playing basketball one night and it just felt like somebody just grabbed a rubber band deep in my knee and just yanked on it. And my knee just kind of blew up. It was like nothing like I ever felt before. And I just sat down and I was like, what, what happened? And, uh, yeah, that, I've had some the beginning of the end. I've had some scares where I've, where I've, yeah, I've tweaked it and stuff, but never anything where I was like, okay, that's definitely, I definitely have blown it out. And I mean, again, I played, you know, still play, uh, you know, soccer. I played um, pretty competitive ultimate for quite some time. And that's, you know, that's a lot of running around and, and a lot of, uh, kind of like basketball, right? A lot of stop, mm-hmm. stop, starts, yeah. pivots. Yep. Um, and and that, I, that's when my knee blew out. I was just pulling up for like just a quick little jump shot, like just a quick stutter step. It wasn't yeah. non-contact, you know, nothing. Yeah, that ultimate's the one of the few like sports I feel like I've never tried playing. And there's kind of a lot of crossover between broomball and ultimate players, it seems like. Yes. So I'm surprised oh, yeah. like I never was just where a game broke out or something. Like let's yeah. play a little ultimate. So I don't know. I like disc I, golf, which is yeah. You know. Um when I started it was it was this was like in the early two thousands or whatever. It had been going on for a while, but that's like when it kind of started to get pretty competitive. Mm-hmm. And you actually like you had people that would go go to certain schools because of their, you know, their club college ultimate Frisbee teams. Right. And then I know now there's um, professional leagues for both men and women. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've seen it on ESPN before. Yeah. They've been, I mean, those have been around the men's leagues have been around for uh, man. I don't know, probably like 15 years now. Women's are a little newer. I think they've been around for the last five years or so. Like Minnesota has mm. two pretty competitive teams. Minnesota has always been uh, pretty good Minnesota players. Um, the, the, some of the club teams that I've played against uh, that are based here um, have gone on to national championships and world championships and things like that. There's um, most of the most of the U.S. rosters when they're when they have sort of a, a, a hodgepodge of teams have at least one or two Minnesotans on them because there's a, mm, that's cool. a, a a culture of ultimate frisbee here. Um, I know high school you can, a lot of high schools have it now. Um, we help start yeah, the team. I have a- a yeah, friend that used Thomas. to play on the on the on our team, on our soccer team, when we used to be the Reds. I, her daughter plays. I see pictures on Facebook, so I know yeah. that folks oh. are uh, playing in high school around here. That's cool. Well, okay, so uh, tangentially to however you say that word to this um, is that there's a lot of running in ultimate and these sports we play and i've been doing that's a good segue huh and i've been doing um i've been doing a lot more running lately and largely it's because i keep getting injured playing sports i'd much prefer to play sports but i jammed the shit out of my finger about god it must be like five weeks ago now and i you know and i'm doing partially doing this to myself right i'm not giving it time to heal i keep lifting weights and and being dumb and just like using it so it's not healing but um Anyway, I, I decided, well, what can I do? I, I you know, I got to burn some calories. I got to get out of there. And then also like just mentally, like I, I've had a history of like anxiety issues and largely they've kind of been under control for a while, but they've been a little bit higher lately. And so for me, running has been one thing that for just kind of self-care that's helped me kind of just get my mind off of things, just kind of clear my head. It's kind of just like 
Forrest Gump, just like run, Eric, run, and just then don't have to think about as much, you know? So just like put the, put the running playlist on and just go. And, and I'm not a big long distance runner. And so when I was coming back from my knee injury, I was kind of trying to like get a fast mile or how many, how fast can I do two miles or three miles? And that that's pretty much three miles is like the furthest I've run. I've probably never run more than that except in a soccer game, right? There's probably been days where I've played back-to-back soccer games where I've maybe done five, six, seven miles. That has been real stupid where I can't walk a couple days after that. But, <laughs> right. but there, but, but I, so I, I kind of have always hated running. It was my least favorite part of soccer. Um, we had one coach, our high school coach, who was really big into like fitness and like, we're going to be the most fit team and we're going to run all these killers and just run you at the end of practice and all those two a days and all that. And, um, and I just hated that part of it. Like people would always say like, oh, you, you know, you're such a good runner. You got third, you got third fastest mile out of a, you know, hundred people junior year. Why don't you go out for uh, track and field in spring? And I'd be like, I was like, absolutely not like not even entertain the idea you know I just just loathe running like you pretty much you got to put a ball in front of me I have to be able to score get the glory do my do my celebrations like that's the only way like I'm interested right (laughs) and so um so I but I've been dabbling in it since I came back from the knee injury it was like I couldn't do it for so long that kind of wanted to do it again it's just kind of a psychological thing and so this week the little app came up and showed me I ran like 7.7 miles this week or whatever and that's probably like one of the you know larger amounts of miles I've ran in my life because I did like let's see how fast I can run a mile like on Monday up there and I did like a 640 something and then I ran another mile or two a couple of days one of the I think the furthest I ran was like three miles so kind of just do these little goals like can I run two miles in under 15 minutes can I run three and under 25 or whatever and uh so so that that's been fun for me but like I am a baby like one of the times I was gonna do I think three and after two it was like too hot and I was sweating too much and I'll just shut it down I'm like nope like you know I tried or whatever so I do hate running but I also have been liking it more than I ever have but like I totally relate to people who think like running sucks because like I do not get a runner's high when people like don't you like get that runner's high I'm like no like I'm satisfied that like I did something and that good for my body. I burned calories and like, you know, I feel like a sense of accomplishment, but I certainly do not feel a high. I feel aches and pains and like bug bites. And like, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm a lot of it. There's some parts that are cool and like maybe a good song comes on, but a lot of it I'm slogging through it. Right. I, I don't like it. Right. All right. End of rant. <laughs> no, that's okay. I, uh, I, I, I also loathe running. I mean, you've, you, we play soccer together. How much have you seen me run? I mean, it helps that I'm a goalie. Not a lot. Not a lot. I don't have to do a ton of running, but, um, I, uh, you, I mean, come, I, you come out as, uh, so you know, you come out, you come out of the net, you'll you come out I and do. challenge them all. I can, so I can do it. I can do it in short bursts, which is why ultimate is great. Cause I can, um, cause I, I play, I hand, I play handler, which is, um, mm. you know, it's a, it's kind of like the a quarterback position. There's several handlers on it, on the, on the field at any given time. So you don't have to run very hard. You have to, but you have to run in quick, short bursts or whatever. Um, yeah, you guys got to invite me to an ultimate game. Is there is there any ultimate games coming up ever? I want to I want to be involved. Can I learn this quickly? Uh, probably. There. I mean, there's there's okay. like, there's there's leagues and stuff for for folks. Well, I mean, um, I don't I don't want to get too like I mean, yeah. I'm just but um, but know, like there's dabble. there's a there's an old person's league I used to play in. Um, whereas everybody had to be at least uh, 35. So there's a lot less running in that one. <laughs> oh, I like um, that. But um, but I I hated I've hated running ever since I I mean since basically um junior high when I 
in high school when I would you when, when I would run to cut weight. Um, so uh, I just have a very yep, negative yeah. connotation, a negative connotation yeah. with it. And like I said, my my knees have been. I so I also I'm so worried about you know blowing out a knee mm-hmm. or something. And I know just if I'm just running you know laps around Como Lake or something like yeah, that, like pretty it, it's probably not going to be. Uh, yeah, very unlikely. But I've I mean for that for sort of that cardio stuff and for um you know sort of that mental health stuff, which I you know I agree like it's it's helpful for that. I that's what I that's why I bike. Biking is um and I've biked. I've been a I've been an avid um biker and and yeah, at some point you know back at previous lives um mountain biking i don't really do mountain biking anymore um but i've used to i used to do like bike races and things like that so um that is how i mean when i need to get blow off some steam or whatever i i would just prefer to get on my get on my bike and pedal you know um not my not my e-bike yeah, my, no. actual, my actual regular bike <laughs> yeah um, and, and pedal and, and... i i i do like biking i like biking more but a lot of times i go biking with my daughter and then i can't just like push it for a workout as much i haven't gone biking on on my own as much and I, i'm not sh- quite sure why but um I, I i should i should bike more that that's, that's a, fair it's easier on my knees like you said and um, yeah uh, yeah yeah okay cool well yeah t- hit us up about running um one thing i will say is that like the shoes make a big difference i think one of the reasons why i hated running so much back in the day is i didn't have proper like footwear i was just like oh, running in yeah. like some cross trainers that like sure. you know i picked up from you know just whatever like champs but now i've been going to like a you know tc running room or like a, a running place and they're like oh you pronate or you do this and oh you need a wider shoe and i'm getting like real like brooks running shoes like glycerin it- or gold or like yeah. you know, I mean, types that are like real running shoes that are expensive but it's worth it like you know you feel like yeah. you're running on a cloud of goddamn air you know <laughs> like yeah it's it's i mean just like anything with like any sort of like sport or sport related activity uh, if you don't have the right equipment you can make it you can make it yeah. it makes it like 10 times worse on yourself or you can probably still do the thing but it's just 10 times worse i mean i mean i, I just yeah. we were talking we were playing futsal yesterday actually that's actually where i do most of my running nowadays when i play <laughs> futsal um and there's a guy playing and, and he's playing and he's not, not, un, not in sneakers, not in like, um, not in like, you know, soccer, you know, soccer shoes. Don't and, tell me it's Crocs. Don't tell it me. Was, Crocs. No, it, it wasn't Crocs. Oh, okay. They're like, but they're like, basically, okay. they're, they're more or less like, they are kind of like almost like slip on issues. Like, but they're like a cloth. They don't have any structure to them. And I'm just like, how are you not breaking your ankles every time you like stop and start running around here? And so, yes, make, having the right equipment, um, like with anything, with, with cooking, with, you know, whatever you're doing, yeah. you don't have the right oh, equipment. Man. It makes it 10 Something. times harder for you. So, 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 so yeah. <sighs> cool, man. All right. Well, yeah. Hit, hit us up with, uh, with your thoughts on running. Hate it. Love it. Um, uh, let us know. Uh, okay. So here's, here's something, let's get into something controversial here. Why the MLS that's, that's major league soccer is actually more fun to watch than European league soccer. And, and I'm not talking like UEFA cup here. I'm not talking about Euro. I'm talking about, the Premier League, the Bundesliga, I'm talking about La Liga, I'm talking about the individual countries' leagues. And, and, I, and I've watched uh, Premier League and a championship for since 2015, so coming up on eight years now. And, um, and I'll tell you why it's more fun is because it's more, it, there's more fans whose teams are competitive that are involved in in the league it's it, there's parody in the league that you know any anybody can be anybody on any day and and yeah there's teams that are better one year they might not be you know 
as good the next. And it's the same goddamn teams that are good year after year after year. And yeah, there's something to that. Oh, David beating Goliath thing. That's fun when the Gophers beat, you know, Michigan every 10 years or whatever in football. You know, it was fun when Stoke City beat the shit out of Liverpool 6-1 that time. I mean, that 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 was very fun. But also, there's a lot of times where it's just not fun, right? And there's really only about nine or ten teams in the Premier League where the fans have any fun. And most of the time, it's just a slog. And in the MLS, you have a chance to win every every year you know and it's just it's like it's like nfl football like your team might go from worst to first and that and that is more fun uh, on the whole to, to me it's a better way to structure the league and i don't care about all this pro rel talk and blah, blah 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 unless you're in those top few teams it's just uh it's just it's just it's not there's no fairness to those leagues it's just all about money and spending money it's like baseball it's just like the yankees are good every year and that's another reason why baseball sucks is because they have a shitty structured league. So anyway, the MLS is better, and um, the Premier League is a stupid league. I well, you're not in it, so that's why you think it's stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, your team's not in it, so uh, so here. Whatever. So I, I don't. I I think I think you. I think you're conflating a couple of different things here, right? Um, I think you're right that there is more parity. Um, it's designed. It's literally been. It was literally built that way. Um, I don't necessarily think it makes it more fun to watch um i think it really depends on what your definition of fun is right do you want to watch <clears throat> the best i want to win i want to win a championship if you want to do you want to watch the as best a fan players in the world you could you still could go and win the win the, the the championship um they don't have to it doesn't have to be the premier league that's i mean that's one of the other great things about about european soccer is that there's multiple trophies multiple competitions happening throughout the year um, that's a good I mean, point that's a good MLS, point mls has the open cup but like most teams do not take it seriously. They don't really care about it until until the very until the semifinals, right? Um, and so, so the question is: Is it fun to watch um, an opportunity? You know, is it fun to watch uh, MLS teams um, literally punch each other uh, in the dicks, um, uh, playing by Concacaf rules, or is it fun to watch Liverpool and Manchester City um, compete every year? Um, those two teams absolutely hate each other. They are often the two best teams in the league. They have the best players. They have they play the best style of soccer. Um, and okay, so you've got two out of the twenty fan bases involved, involved well, and it falls off just, pretty quickly. It's, it's not just it's not it's not just those. I mean, we watched Arsenal last year. Um, Arsenal's been in the wilderness for for what almost ten years now. They're back. Manchester United looks good. You're right. There is. There is oh yeah, they were in the they were in the wilderness at like the fifth spot. Like oh, they thought they went like Tottenham and then you, Arsenal that year. Can oh god, they flip flop. Can you let me finish? Can I finish? <laughs> can, can I finish? Uh, <laughs> so yes. So there's yes. You're 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 100 correct. There's much there's much more of a um of a of a top you know a, a cream and then a lot of whatever uh you know wheat and cheese. Right. For, there's except for list Leicester City, the ten thousand to one shot. That was the one. And Sorry, that ahead. makes it and that makes it super exciting, right? Um, it was, it but was. you know, man, you know, Man City, they're absolute utter dominance, um, and then they couldn't win the Champions League, right? So every year they get knocked out. Like obviously that changed last Cham- year. Champions League is really fun. I give you that. Um, but I mean, that's that's the that's the best players playing against the best players, uh, pretty consistently. And are is yeah. it fun to watch um, Karabag get the shit kicked out of him by you know by Bayern every year in the Champions League? I don't know. I don't know if it's more fun. Um, then you know, but the nice thing, what you are right about MLS is that there is parity. There is um, the weird thing is MLS has, um, and this is not evident here in Minnesota this year. 
But MLS teams have a much higher um, home winning percentage than most of the rest of the leagues around the world. So hmm, most cool. teams in MLS win at home, um, but it, you know, but they lose on the road um, as a general rule. However, there are some teams like Minnesota this year where they're playing much better on the road than they are at home for some yeah, that is um, for some reason. And then you do have like the, the thing about the thing about MLS. I think what what I think is maybe getting to your point is that you have some just absolutely crazy batshit results where you often don't have that. Like right, like Stoke City beating Liverpool six to one at the end of the season. That only happens <laughs> what once every once every you know decade or so. Uh, um, you can get you get you get somebody you get like a um, like a Cincinnati a couple of years ago when they were absolute shit um, going to Seattle and beating Seattle four to one. Like and that. Results like that happen almost seemingly every week versus yeah, like every week, three or four yeah. times a year. Um, Montreal like is terrible, but they, they win three one over like a good team. Yeah, every every. Yeah, week. so 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 that's I, like Minnesota. I like, like that more. I just think that's more fair, honestly. The way it's structured, like just the Bundesliga of like that, you know, Bayern winning whatever the last ten years straight or nineteen out of twenty years. It's just it's not that exciting to me. I just don't. I just don't like the structure. I don't know. I like it when more fan when the money is even and the league is even and it's more based on your skill like the way that the nfl is well, structured here's is here's the other here's, here's the other thing about here's the other thing about um about european soccer is that yes you have the the big teams and whatever but uh, most soccer fans um they have their they have their local team um but they also have a local team in a in a second division or a third division or further down the pyramid whereas here in in you know in the u.s the way the league was built literally 26 years ago um it's it was built for that you have one team basically right i obviously you know i know we both we both support multiple teams i'm a season ticket holder to a, a lower division team here in the in the cities neapa city so i go to as many of their games as i possibly can and so it's but most cities are not designed like that where you could have you have you have not just a um you have another local professional team there's like a technically semi-pro team um but playing you know in, in a pretty professional capacity all things considered most cities don't have that right so you ha only have your team to root for right you don't so you, you, don't you have... dabble in this land where money isn't as big of a deal but then you go over here and the other one and you're like get bring us the oil money like think, we want to win think about it yeah think about it in this respect i mean th th this is not the best analogy right but like i mean baseball is actually a pretty good analogy right you have um but most most cities don't have a major league team and then have um a, a really good minor league team Five, you know, 15 minutes away, right? Most it's either it's either a major league team or a minor league team, right? So it's the, it's the one team you follow. At the end, I would say the, the another comparable um, comparable to this in terms, of, especially when you think about it, like don't think about pro rel the actual instance, but like that that there's different levels, right? Is you have the NFL, you have um, you know the college football, the full bowl subdivision, you have the the you know the the whatever the so you have like the different tiers of college football where you can be a fan of the Vikings for some fucking reason. I don't know. understand why you would be, but you can also School. be a, you can also be a gopher fan or you could be, a, School. You, you'd be like, Oh, I went to Wisconsin. So I'm also a Badger fan. And Oh, um, you know, my, my kid goes to North yeah. Dakota state or whatever. So that's, that's kind of a, a better analogy is as far as I, I understand. I follow your logic here, but I don't know. I, I just don't think it's, I just don't think it's right. Like in baseball, it's a shitty format in basketball. They make you pay the luxury tax. And like in baseball, the spread from like the top team, let's say the Yankees are spending like 200 million. Maybe the bottom team is spending like, I don't know, 60 million or something. So maybe there's like a, a four, know, a four or four, maybe 250 million. Let's just, maybe there's like a four X spread, but in, 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 
the Premier League, it's like a 10, 15 X spread. Like you like maybe you have like Liverpool is spending 150 million and then you've got like some schlub team that's coming up and they're spending like 20 million on their roster. I mean, it's how do you expect them to compete? It's it's just stupid. It's just so then you just go in there, get six different kinds of dog shit kicked out of you every week until you move back down into the division. And so I don't know. I just once America takes over this little sport of soccer nationally, we'll get it set up properly. And then, you know, it will get all these regulations put into place and, and just make do, it a lot better. Do so. you want to know, do you want to know how the Yankees are doing right now in the American League East? They're in last place, but they're okay. They, yeah. Money doesn't always buy it, but guess what? It, it, it helps out a lot, right? Anyways, it yes. helps out a lot. I, so I think, I think really it depends on your definition of fun is right. Like I think, and you can have multiple definitions, right? It can be like, I like the parody. I like not knowing what's going to happen every week. Um, I mean, I think if you've watched the Premier League outside, I mean, again, outside of like Manchester City's complete dominance, it is actually, there has, there has been actually some interesting results over the course of the last few years. Now, not as many, like I said, MLS is different. MLS, you have one of those crazy weird results almost seemingly every week, right? Um, yeah. And you don't and their weird thing is like New- Newcastle, you know, was in ninth this year instead of whatever. It's just I don't know. It's it just kind of bores me. Newcastle was in fourth. But okay, so let's get uh, to something more exciting that's also in the MLS is a man named Lionel Messi, the best player in the world, would be in in the best league in the world, obviously. So what are your thoughts on Mister Messi oh. in the MLS? I- so I'll, I'll try to keep my rant here um, as, as short as possible. Um, I was So he's not played an MLS game yet. He's played in this really weird tournament called the League's Cup um, that we don't have time to explain. If you if you want us to talk about it next week, we certainly can. It's the only thing that's going on right now. Um, there's no MLS matches. It's just League's Cup. Um, Messi was a – I mean, he is, I think, you know, he, he's, argue, he's easily the greatest player playing right now, um, arguably the greatest player to ever play soccer. Um or football. Uh, and so him, him coming to MLS is, is, is interesting for a lot of reasons. I think it's, I think, I think it's very, I think it's generally very, very good for the league that Messi is here. Right? He's, bringing, yeah. he's bringing in eyeballs from around the world. The Apple TV deal, um, while interesting, and I'm not necessarily the, the biggest fan of it just because of the access um, is, is you, it's literally, you can watch uh, Messi play any, any country in the world. Um, if you have an Apple, if you have an Apple, you know, the Apple TV MLS package or whatever. Um, and it's not super expensive either. So, um, no, it's not. That's bringing more eyeballs to MLS. MLS, you know, has always been a kind of a joke league in terms of, you know, for a long, it's for like a lot of people. bucks for the entire year. Like, yeah. It's but under for, $10 a month. It's super cheap. But around the world, in terms of soccer fans, MLS has always been kind of viewed as a joke, a retirement league, whatever. That's clearly changing. We're um, coming. The MLS, I think, is probably, I mean, they're, they're probably, they're maybe like, a, they're inching closer to the top 10, one of the top 10 leagues in the world in terms of talent. Um, I mean, you saw like outside of the, outside of the European leagues, um, I think MLS brought the most players to the men's world cup in Qatar last year. I mean, outside of the, outside of like the, the major, the five major European. So the, your Italy and their spending is getting really close to, uh, Liga Mekis and yep. the Brazilian, so, and the Argentinian top leagues. It's right there with pay too. It's so, really close. So, Me- so Messi is good. For, so that's so long, long story short here. Messi is very good for MLS, right? It's going to bring more eyeballs. It's going to bring more attention. It's going to bring more money. Um, it's going to force the owners to make changes to MLS. If you ever, if you ever want, a, he's an so hour, goddamn fun to watch too. If you ever I'll want an, an hour, an hour long diatribe about MLS rules, like hit me up because I can, I can. The MLS roster rules are, are absolutely bonkers, um, which is why there's so much parody. However, one thing I'll say, my, 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 my just small little rant about Messi is that 
Yes, he's going to be good for us. I'm, I'm, I'm acknowledging that. I've, you've established that. Mm-hmm. Um, watching him, watches, watching his games in English is infuriating. Um, is absolutely terrible. And if you ever want to um, uh, kill yourself with alcohol, take a shot every time that someone mentions Messi in it when a game that Messi is playing. You'll be dead before halftime. Honestly, I swear to God, like you will have you. Will wait, have wait. I'm not following. So you're saying that uh, like they're just fawning over him like the whole time or whatever or what? They can't stop talking about him even if he doesn't have the ball, right? Like there's. Oh just, yeah. And, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, and, I mean, he's the greatest player in the whole world that just came but, to this, you know, lower league. I mean, it, it is over the top crazy. But, I, but that's going to end here eventually, right? You I know guess. what, Eric? They're like, Eric, oh, Eric, he chewed it, that gum. It's not going to. That's that is the thing. It's it is not going to. It's oh come on! They can't it, carry on like this in perpetuity, right? I, I mean. I, if you have you listened to Taylor Twelman talk about Messi, it, this is not going away anytime soon. And that's that's one thing, right? That's a game that Messi's in, right? Of course, they're going to say Messi's name. He's probably going to be he's going to be on he's going to be on the ball a lot. He'll be making the passes and things like that. I watched so I watched uh, his game again. I can't remember. It was, it was against um, Atlanta, basically. And of course, he he just decimated Atlanta. Atlanta has a terrible defense, um, and I mean by MLS standard, like MLS has bad defenses generally, but even by MLS standards, Atlanta's defense is bad. Uh, so it's like, okay, I understand. Well, I'll put that one aside. And then I was like, I'm just going to keep track of like how much they, they mentioned Messi in the next game, which is um, FC Dallas versus, I believe, Nakaxa, um, which is a Mexican a Liga Mekis team. Um, nothing to do with Messi. They had mentioned Messi 11 times before the half. 11 times before <laughs> the half. Um, and I literally uh, I was like, you know what? I can actually just, I can, because the nice thing about the Apple TV package, you can watch games in English, Spanish. Some games in French. Yeah, that uh, is most cool. games in French and most and some games in Portuguese. Ah, I was like, I'm just, en français, come to I just I just need to watch these games in Spanish or or Portuguese or French if I'm going to listen with sound on. Or I and I should have known this. I, I don't ever I hardly ever watch sports with sound on. Anyways, I either listen to music or a podcast or something because I can't stand oh, most announcers. Um, I mean, that's a whole that's a topic for a whole another day. Yeah, um, yeah. Man, so I, I just I generally don't uh, I generally don't watch sports with with announcers anyways. So the fact that I did is that's that's on me. That's my fault. But eleven times in the first half of a game that didn't feature it didn't feature Messi in, in any capacity. Like it weren't even teams in the same group. Um, it wasn't they, they weren't going to play each other. If these two teams advance in the tournament, the only way these two teams play Messi, one of these two teams would play Messi would be in the final. So it's not like this is like an upcoming thing. It's just, <laughs> I, I, I I was losing I was losing my my s on on um twitter or whatever the hell we're calling twitter now um oh yeah the other X. day <laughs> uh that's that's my, that's my that's my mini messy thought rants there so and i understand he's the best player in the world um the fact that we got him is a it's a huge boon for mls i think it only will help the two and a half years he's here but I'll, I'll leading up to the next uh men's world cup right it's gonna be a but great no taylor twelman no one's trying to get his used gum like just just, just tone it down a notch all right even yeah. even the even the biggest messy fan doesn't need to just be inundated with messy for for 90 goddamn minutes uh, so i hear you all right well that's that's enough uh soccer so we've got some friends that were saying uh Okay, uh, you said it's a variety show, and then so it's, so now on to something very important for a lot of us are, you know, middle aged ish have kids, whatnot. Is three months off in the summer good for kids? I I loved summertime when I was a kid. I hate to take away something from people that, you know, that I liked. It's you know, but. I do think there's a lot of studies show like, we're kids. We're, we're white guys, Eric. We're middle-aged white guys. Of course, you love to take away things from people that you right. Love that's and- like that's our that's our <laughs> modus operandi. Um, but uh, but honestly, like a lot of studies show that 
they lose a lot of information over the summer. It is a long time. Not all countries have that much time off. Um, I, I personally have thought for a long time, like, wow, three months is a lot. I would think six weeks off would be, would be plenty. And then those other, a couple of the other weeks you could do longer breaks. You could do a longer Thanksgiving break or Christmas break or spring break or whatever. And, um, and so, so I don't know. I, I think it, it is a bit excessive. I, I like, I liked it. I think, you know, kids like it. When I told my daughter this, she was like, what are you talking about? Like summer's the best, but also like, I just don't know if that structure makes the most sense, like in the future, if, if we're going to yeah. keep getting better as like a country and smarter and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, well, you're, you're in it right now with, you have, you have school aged kids, right? So you're, you probably have a little more information. I, my kids are, are young. They're, um, my son is just starting pre-K this uh, this year in September, so I'll 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 probably have more feelings about this uh, next year for if this thing is still going in in about a year. Um, but I think I mean I also I was always of the impression even when I was growing up like obviously yes you love summer, um, you love being able to you know hang out outside and and especially when it's, you know you get a little older and the night days are longer you can stay outside later and all that. Um, but I do think there is like a, but I was always a um, I was always a pretty good uh students in terms of like I have like I always like to read and and did things like that that I were you know I kind of kept my brain and stuff going I know not all kids want to do that or 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 should have to do that um so yeah but I I tend to I guess I tend to agree especially as someone who's gonna be dealing with this next year like I don't necessarily want to find stuff for my kids to do (laughs) for three months in in the summertime right so I don't even know how I don't even know how parents do it um who parents did it before I mean nowadays right like we both work from home so we can be a little more flexible you need to drop the kid off at a, a camp or something or you know the kids are old enough where they can they can just generally like take care of themselves as long as you have like one eye on them while you're working or whatever um i can't imagine how parents did this who both worked you know um day jobs and had to leave at you know seven o'clock in the morning or whatever to get to their get to their office or whatever so i think we have it in terms of like being able to you know take care of our kids and stuff in the summertime we have it a lot easier than like our folks did um but uh but yeah I'm, I'll, I'll be interested to see how i feel about this subject um, especially at the end of <laughs> at the end of next summer. Let's put it that way. Yeah, hit hit us up on Twitter. Big game grade A twenty seven. Let me know. Should is three months off good for your kids in the summer? Should it should it be less? You know how how much less is one month enough? Two months? Uh, what do you I think? Do, what do your kids do, like do the, to to stay on you know stay yeah, on top I, of things during the summer? I do like the idea of, of like a you know six six weeks or so with with extending the the some of the breaks that we, they have during the middle during the middle of the year as well. I mean that. That would be, if in terms of like talking about like parents and being able to plan things, mm-hmm. right? It's it's easy to plan if you have like a two weeks and instead of like having like the the, the three days or two days of MEA, you get an entire week there. You can take yep. it's much easier to take a trip, go visit yep. family who are in different parts of the country or, yep. or whatever. Um, being able to extend exactly. some of those vacations in the middle of the year um, would be, I think, um, I think be, be a better be a better use of, of time and stuff. If we're gonna, if you want three months off total, like. Let's pat it out on, on some of the other ends of, of, of other, you know, already built in vacation or time off of school already. So. Most stuff. Okay. Big topic this week was also UFOs. And we had touched about <laughs> on this in our first episode. Let's make this the final topic of the week here. How about that? <laughs> okay. Okay. La- la- last topic. Um, UFOs. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think it's very plausible that there are aliens in the universe. We talked about this already. And in fact, my uh, sister-in-law is a, is a teacher. And that's basically like part of the curriculum was basically 
teaching that, you know, uh, the Fermi paradox we're talking about, that there's so many inhabitable planets in the universe, there's likely alien life somewhere, some form of life, um, whether it's intelligent life or not. Um, this, uh, they've been having these open hearings and they're saying, uh, you know, these are retired military pers uh, personnel, et cetera. And one of the guys I, I said, said they, yes, they have a, gi a giant sphere that had like little black cubes in it. And he thinks they also are in possession of alien bodies. Um, I, I, I didn't read into it in super amount of detail. I would be a I'd be a little bit surprised just from like a conspiracy theory like standpoint. I feel like it'd be really hard to keep that much. And then he said he know the exact location of this vehicle. I think it'd be really hard to keep that secret for like for this long. Um, I, I, I wouldn't discount it that it's an impossible, but I would like to see more proof. Like I'd like to see photographic evidence. Um, I... I found it funny that like people like different representatives and senators are asking this guy. So like who, who's briefed on this? I, I don't know. It, is it plausible? Yes. Like, am I convinced? No, I, I you know, TBD. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on the, the government secret yeah. I mean, warehousing of the alien crafts? I mean, it, it, that's, isn't that area 51? I mean, isn't that where, where all this stuff is hosted? Right. Right. Um, right. I, I, I'm, of, I'm also of the same, I mean, I'm sure I, I kind of kind of the same mind, I guess. So it's not, you know, not really a great debate topic, right? I'm sure there are, whether we actually have the, have captured uh, or recovered, I, maybe not even captured is the right word, but recovered. Um, and, and I mean, I was only very, you know, tangentially following these hearings, but they basically said that there's, they have like, they have like, um, uh, orga like organic mass and, and matter, like stuff from these from these folks, so yes. or, or from the aliens potentially. So, I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, you think if 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 we had, you think if we had proof of, of alien life that they, that it would already be out in the world, right? Like Trump would have declassified it, or I mean, <laughs> why why would why would he hold that back, right? I mean, like that's like prime. Well, that was another theory stuff. was maybe that's why they're letting this out now is because that was in some of the stuff that he was trying to, to get out there. So they're like trying to get ahead of the curve or something. No, I hear okay. you. I, I don't know. I, I, I'd like to see more, but I've never been more like open to the possibility than, than right now. Right. It's oh, yeah. definitely more like, you know, if this would have been 10 years ago, I would have been like, yeah, yeah, this guy's just trying to write a book and make some money. And now I'm like, Tell me more about these alien, like yeah. black sphere, giant spheres with black cubes in it. Okay, I, I have one more thing I have to mention though, because I teased this a different time, and I didn't follow up on this. And one thing from the quarterback show that was driving me crazy was Kirk Cousins had like really bad chapped lips. Okay, and being in Minnesota for a few years now, and this wasn't like during the season either. This was like after when he had like was on TV and he was singing at the ESPYS and all that. And listen, Kirk, for this year, okay, and I learned this, once I turned 30, like all the moisture left in my face, Minnesota is a very dry state. Like if you live in like Florida, you, I probably never would have to put on moisturizer, but living in Minnesota, it's very dry here, especially in the winter, right? And you have to put on like a daily moisturizer and you gotta put that on your mouth too, right? So you moisturize a couple times and then you gotta put the chapstick on, but literally I will put on like a really good, daily like SPF moisturizer over my mouth too. And that helps out a lot. So I think okay. just 
with somebody as as rich as like Kirk is, like get the vitamin C serum, like good face moisturizer, and like don't be afraid, get it, put it on your mouth. It's a, it'll be okay, and uh, and that that might like help his whole game. It might take his whole game to a you know a whole nother level. <laughs> if if that is what if that's what uh, takes him from a sort of a what a top of the mediocre quarterback list to a, a good quarterback, like that would be that'd be impressive. So. Um, hey, I had one coach that said, look good, play good, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. No, I've had that, too. I've heard that, too. So, all right. Well, that has been uh, – All right. Now, we have solid. to go do that now. We have to go do that in our game, right? Yes, we got the, exactly. the mighty blues here in a little bit. So. All right. Well, that's the end of episode three. Um, yeah, let us know. Uh, you can hit us up at MNSBS on, like I said, the Twitter. Yeah. I don't even know what we're, what we're calling it. Um, Exeter, Shitter, something like that. But, uh, uh, yeah, hit us up there. Um, you, I've, I've Grady, let let your, us know your... why you agree with the MLS being the greatest league um, for soccer on please, the planet, but, too. I think uh, please, we only we only had one person from England listen, so I guess we're not really going to piss them off. But I was may um, this might be a troll job to get some of them to listen. I don't know. It's, it's a All tactic. right. But yeah, I am big game. Grade A 27. Get at me. Sounds good. You can hit me up at Texas Hour uh, on Twitter. And uh yeah, but I'll see you in about an hour, a little over an hour. So, skull, let's go. All right. All right. See you.